Hello and welcome to the Creator's Spotlight here on Fightful Overbooked. I'm Jeremy Lambert and joined today by one of the top names in independent wrestling. He is Jordan Oliver. He's going to be competing in the Jersey J-Cup for JCW, GCW this weekend, February 11th in Jersey City, New Jersey. Jordan, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's Monday. I'm fired up. I'm ready to get in the gym. Ready for this week. Big week. Big week. Absolutely. So, so the Jacob, it's back after uh, a long hiatus, and you've got Alex Shelley in the first round. Alex Shelley, I mean, I think everyone knows him from Impact Wrestling and, and Ring of Honor, but not only one of the top names in independent wrestling, just one of the top names in wrestling uh, yeah. throughout the, the last couple of decades. You faced him a couple times last year. What do you expect from this match against Alex Shelley? Uh, well, over the past year, me, Alex Shelley, and Nick Wayne have formed like a, a pretty good bond i would say alex shelley is like taking us under his wing and stuff like that so i think this match this weekend this this is our first singles match since becoming pretty close and last time was the triple threat me nick wayne and alex shelley and i'm pretty sure i won that match so you did you did <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm expecting uh a banger i think i think we're probably gonna have an insane first round match but it's always weird in tournaments when you have like a crazy first round match because I don't know how many rounds this one is, but uh I'm gonna have to look forward to like three or three or two more matches past the Alex Shelley one. This is it's four rounds. So you'll face the winner of Billy Starks and, and Charles Manson in the, oh, in the no. second round. Uh oh, and then there's no. still two more rounds after that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> gotta save some energy. Gotta conserve yeah. some energy. Can't, I can't go all out against Alex Shelley. Good tournament experience, though. Uh, Acid Cup, I think I think it was three or four rounds in the blazing sun of Orlando, and uh, I won that. So let's keep, <laughs> keep up the hard work. Try to try to do my best. I want to have the best matches of the tournament. Absolutely. What are some of the things you have learned from Alex? You said you you uh, and Nick Wayne have gotten close to him over the last year. So what are some of the things that he's taught you, either in the ring, behind the scenes? Um. So he's just. This, the information that he gives us is like I don't know how to how to explain it necessarily, but it'll be he's a lot of like look at look at what's going on here look at look at wrestling and like see it for what it is basically he's very like oh he's a realist about the way wrestling is like he's very like if you're not um, you should go to college you should get a second you should get uh, a, a backup plan you should get this you should get that that's like his advice is how to be successful in real life while still being a wrestler. It's very interesting because obviously he's, you know, he's got like a really good actual job on top of wrestling. And he's so, Alex Shelley to me, I don't know about what you think. He is one of the most influential professional wrestlers of all time. I think uh, every wrestler from like maybe like 2011 to like now or maybe maybe like 2016 wanted to be alex shelley you know what i mean now everyone wants to be like will osprey but before will osprey it was alex shelley and before alex shelley it was like Shawn michaels <laughs> oh he's definitely one of the the most influential i a lot of people like credit the young bucks when it comes to their yeah. influence on tag team wrestling and i'm pretty sure the young bucks credit motor city machine guns Absolutely. of like the stuff they've done on tag team wrestling so yeah shelley yeah. is definitely he's a guy i get back to old school X division days and yep. impact that I've always just admired in the ring. And then the stuff, you know, then he proved he was an entertainment genius with the stuff yep. with Kevin Nash and everything. So yeah, Shelly, one of the top guys to just follow throughout his career. Absolutely. His look, everything is just phenomenal. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so a couple of guys who have who have put you over. We recently talked to Alec Price, uh, oh, and he sure. he said very nice things about you and your work ethic and everything. And Nick Wayne has also said uh, you men- you've mentioned him, you've teamed with him. Yep. Uh, he's talked about like your work ethic and everything. Like Alec Price is out there killing it right yep. now. Nick Wayne signed to AEW, going to be there at some point killing it on the independent scene. What does it mean to you when you hear those names are like, yeah, this guy, Jordan Oliver as well. Like he's right up there and he's also on the independent scene coming out every single weekend, just having great matches. Oh man. Um, it's, it's really fulfilling for me, especially cause I'm, I'm a guy that's always in my own head about, about everything, especially wrestling. Since this is like my number one thing, you know, I don't have, I don't really I don't have anything else outside of wrestling. Like, uh, so I, I do put my all into wrestling, and it's very like uh, rewarding to hear from other wrestlers, uh, people, peers, people that I look up to or respect, say stuff like that. Shows that I'm doing the right thing, absolutely. And Nick Wayne, Alec Price, those are like my brothers. What do you like to do in in sort of downtime to to take your mind off of off of wrestling and keep your kind of mental state sort of in check a little bit to not get too high or too low? Oh man, uh, I don't really, I don't really, I, I don't have anything. Yeah, I rest. I, I go to the gym. You know what I mean. But but I go to the gym for wrestling. Everything. I don't I don't have anything outside of wrestling. Everything that I do in my life is for wrestling. When I wake up in the morning, I eat breakfast so that I could get stronger, so that I could be a better wrestler. You know what I mean. I, I don't really take any downtime, honestly. Uh, and when I do, it's just like you know maybe i'll smoke a little bit of fucking weed a few blunts but like it doesn't really it's not really a hobby you know what i mean <laughs> it is a good way to relax your mind though i mean i like i like uh, i like music you know i like hip hop a lot uh, i'm really into like seeing how music's made and stuff like that um but yeah i don't really have any any big interests or hobbies outside of pro wrestling this is it everything i got but see, like even like seeing how music is crafted, like that is something like that. Yeah. That is something that is takes you away from wrestling and it gives you a different uh, in, in my mind, like it gives you a different look at a different entertainment aspect of like, oh, well, how how do they craft and music in wrestling have a uh, big crossover? Anyway. I mean, we see we literally see rappers and music artists wrestle on television almost every <laughs> single week at this point. Snoop Dogg with the best frog splash of all time. Yes. <laughs> Bad Bunny is out there killing at the Grammys and then he's in the Royal Rumble. Like Destroyer it, up. That is insane when you think about Bad Bunny doing Canadian Destroyers on WrestleMania. Absolutely, absolutely crazy. Rick Ross is on AEW TV, so there's plenty of crossover. I mean, you have wrestlers like like a Swerve, Max Caster absolutely. is making music. Leo Rush is making music. Yep. Like, so My- there's plenty of crossover. Absolutely. Um, I want to I want to ask you about the upcoming GCW Collective because there's a lot of lot of big uh, shows that weekend. What are you What are you planning for for the Collective? Any matches you got on your mind? You're hoping to to hoping to land um the the number one uh the only one that i think i have announced right now is me and nick wayne versus mao and mike bailey which is awesome because mike bailey is i think mike bailey is the best independent wrestler on the planet right now and mao is very very awesome as well i don't know i don't know too much about him uh but that's the one that we have announced uh i am excited for to see what we're going to be doing on spring break i don't know i saw Cody abushi's announced that would be that would be an iconic uh, opportunity for me. Um, but I really, there's nothing, you know, I, I'm not, 
I'm not too sure because this is one of the, the lighter WrestleMania weekends, I feel like, for promotions running in, in general. Like, uh, the last few years, it's been, like, overpacked. Like, you could probably get, like, 36 bookings a day if you, if you wanted to. Uh, but now, like, who's really running shows? Uh, just GCW for the collective, and then outside of that, it's Wrestle WrestleCon, right? Like, it's not yeah. a lot of, like, smaller or any shows like that. So, yeah, just the, I'm very excited to see what we're going to be doing on spring break. That's got to be the the biggest show of the week for sure. Well, you faced Speedball last year's uh, yes. spring break. Like, what, what was that match like? Oh, that match was awesome. Uh, I wasn't even supposed to wrestle Speedball on spring break last year. It's not even on spring break part two. But then PCO got injured. He had to pull off. Like, uh, Mike Bailey showed up. We talked maybe two, three minutes. We went to the ring, and we had uh, a match that changed my whole career for sure. Yeah, because... Mike Bailey is just another level, just a different, a different level athlete. When you, when you step in the room, Mike Bailey, it's like, you can't not help, but to get better. It's insane. I'm wrestling him Wednesday, uh, in, in Rhode Island for the second time. And, um, I'm fired. I'm fired up to see, to see how much I'll level up going into the Alex Shelley match because I have Mike Bailey a few, a day before, or maybe I'll get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that doesn't happen. Um, Mike what Bailey. what do you oh go ahead mike bailey very strong very intense wrestler what what do you make of, of guys like like a speedball like a um even like a nick wayne jonathan gresham like these guys are, are signed to these bigger promotions and then they they still come out and they work especially somebody like speedball who literally works i feel like three shows a weekend like yeah what, what do you make of these guys who just stay on that grind like just every single weekend despite having you know television contract money yeah um i mean you got guys like ace austin chris bay mike a lot of the the impact guys they're not satisfied with just wrestling on tv for for eight minutes a week or 10 minutes a week that they, they're hungry a lot of the wrestlers on the scene are hungry i think wrestling is is on fire right now i had said i'd said this during the pandemic a lot of interviews that uh in the future i think wrestling is going to get only more hot because of the break we had from covid and i think that we're starting to see the like people starting to get a lot more comfortable now coming to shows and i think we're starting to see you know a constant uprise in wrestling the bloodline angles hot everything so the guys like that mike mike bailey specifically is he's probably the most booked talent uh on the indies right like maybe other than like a joey janela or something but to be able to love wrestling that much, to want to go as hard as they always do, especially Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and uh, Mike Bailey, the three the three that I'm specifically talking about, those guys always go in. Have you seen a match where any of those guys don't have match of the night? No, it doesn't happen. Those it, guys, uh, it, I mean, you mentioned Chris Bay and Ace Austin. They went over to Japan, did, yep. did the tournament there for New Japan, come back, still on Impact, still working indies. Like, it is the, the schedule these some of these guys keep. I I awesome. can't keep up with it. He's not signed to a major company or anything. Yeah. His schedule is just insane right now. I'm seeing he's everywhere again. It's awesome. It feels like uh, 2015, 2016. I mean, you haven't been wrestling that long. You even lost uh, some time due to the pandemic. Uh, but so how did you get started in, in everything with wrestling? Um, I've been wrestling for eight years now. So not not an incredibly long time, but uh, more than more than like a, a lot of people, I think. I'm, I'm like a middle child on the indies. <laughs> um, I got started wrestling because I, I started backyard wrestling when I was like 
fix, you know, filming it, taking it like semi-seriously, editing it up, everything like that. Then I met uh, Casey Navarro. Um, and he at the time was wrestling. He just started wrestling professionally. So he had like maybe, I don't know, three matches or something. And he told one of the promoters like, hey, I need to wrestle people like my age, my size. Because, uh, you know, he's like a smaller wrestler, a younger guy at the time. Uh, and so I just got my first booking that way, on, on train and everything. <laughs> um, he just vouched for me, and then I wrestled him. And then my second match was against Coco Beware. And it went fine. What, what, yeah, what was the match with Coco Beware in, in, your, in your second match? Yeah, it was a, a tag team match. Me and... Uh, fuck. I can't remember. Uh, uh, fuck, it does, it, that's not a big deal. Me and somebody versus Coco Beware and the Jersey Kid. And it was, <laughs> it was fine. It was completely fine. Way better than you'd, you'd expect it to be for an untrained uh, wrestler wrestling a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and after the match, the wrestler, the Jersey Kid, he was like, hey, I can tell that you're not trained, but you have like a lot of potential. Uh, do you want to get trained? And I was like, of course, because, you know, I'm a hard worker. So I moved in with that guy for like six months at the age of 16. And he took me to all these wrestling schools and really got me, like, taught me the right ways of the business. And uh, since then, you know, just been grinding. So, and that was, that was, that would have been like 2016 or 17, I think. Yeah. So my mistake on saying you had not wrestled that you're only 23. So you're, you're yeah. young. And I, I had known you from, from MLW. Uh, yeah. And this was 2019, I believe. Yeah. MLW. Not- yeah. So, so you know, time time is relative. Um, but you have been wrestling a lot longer than, than I suspected, just given age and everything. So you did yeah. start young. That's one of the the like one of my biggest benefits because I feel like I'm a wrestler that it has taken a, a long time for people to like uh gravitate towards. Like I've always since I started wrestling in the East Coast, because the East Coast is one of the the beds of independent wrestling, you know, I've I've been wrestling for the companies that are like seen, you know, like CZW and beyond and gcw whatever i've been wrestling for these promotions since i started wrestling you know like a year into my career i'm on the like the biggest independence in the area so i was like very overexposed from the beginning of my career so i feel like a lot of people still think of me as like the the mlw the mlw guy injustice and stuff like that when i'm like now completely completely different completely reformed uh completely grown up wrestler but I definitely think being in that space at such a young age was like positive for my growth, but negative for my, for people to like see me. Cause I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't obviously doing my best work yet because I'm so young. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember you uh, in the injustice with, with MLW and even then it was like, Oh, keep an eye uh, on Jordan and Myron and all these guys. Cause they're going to, they're going to break out even bigger at some point. And I mean, it, it's happening. Uh, Absolutely. But through hard work and grinding and and going to the gym and busting my ass, like that doesn't just happen, you know? Right. Um, When was the moment for you? And maybe it hasn't happened yet, but you've wrestled some of the the top guys. We've mentioned like Alex Shelley. We've mentioned Speedball. Jonathan Gresham is another one. Like when was the moment where it was like, okay, things are kind of really clicking for me right now. And I feel like I'm where I need to be right now there's obviously everybody's got another level and stuff but it, it felt like it things just started to click for you yeah uh, it would have been that uh 
that speedball match, WrestleMania week. Yeah, that after that match, it was like, oh, this is how you wrestle. <laughs> like, this is this is how I'm supposed to do it. Okay. And obviously that, like, I'm still not a finished product or anything, like you said, but I uh, definitely feel right now that I'm the best I've ever been. And I feel like um one of the best on the independents for sure. Like, uh, not, not to be, like, cocky or anything, but I just feel very confident in my ability right now. Who, who's a name out there that you're like, I want to, I want to test myself against. Okada. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, on the Indies, it would have been like John Gresham and, and I got to wrestle him right after my first Japanese tour. Uh, I was very scared for Jonathan Gresham match for, for many years, uh, even, uh, maybe a year ago, Brett, Brett, uh, Brett said, do you want to wrestle John Gresham? And I just, I just didn't respond to the message cause I was so frightened that he would, expose me and and i would just be so terrible obviously that wasn't the case but uh yeah jonathan gresham still i think i think i want to wrestle jonathan gresham again i think i want to see where i'm at like six months past that you know uh zach saber jr someone that i would love to wrestle if he had a american tour um i've never wrestled like a like a tjp or like uh or like guys like that like hmm let me think. Who do you think? Who do you think's the best on the indies right now, or like the top top ten? I'll see. I always go to Speedball when it yeah. when it comes to to okay. best on the indies, and even like someone. I I think Speedball is like top five. Just not take out the independents. Just in the world. I, in the I world. Think Speedball, yeah, real. I think Speedball is right there. Osprey. I mean, I know he does independent shots. Everybody yeah. uh, will draw comparisons to that. Is sure. an easy one. Um, I I'm really enjoying what Alec Price is doing. I know you've wrestled him in, yeah, in different matches before, but I love what he's doing right now. Uh, those are the guys that Gresham's a, always a, an easy one. I, I don't know if Chris Saban is going to work like too many yeah. indies, but that's another name that is always impressive. Oh, I hope me and Nick Wayne can get the machine guns. Oh, that'd be good. We're promised this match after the triple threat. Alex Shelley promised to us they're coming to AC. And uh, I hope that me and Nick Wayne can wrestle the Motor City Machine Guns to really test our tag team ability. So I think me and Nick Wayne, we only had maybe 16 tag matches, but most of them have been international. And most of them have been main events. Most of them have been for tag team championships. And uh, I think that me and Nick Wayne, if we stick to tagging for you know a little bit, I think we could be like the next lit tag team. Anybody that faces Motor City Machine Guns, it's it's always a good match. They're... They're, they're a team much like kind of much like the Briscoes of because yeah. they didn't go to one of the, the top promotions and Briscoes got their flowers last year uh, with the ROH stuff and FTR, yeah. but because they didn't go to a top promotion, it's like people just kind of sleep on them and, and they never got their flowers. They deserved. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, what, what was your uh, tour with Japan? Like I know you're over there doing stuff with, with GCW, but how was that experience overall? Oh, it was, it was the best. Uh, my number one goal in professional wrestling to, was to wrestle in Japan. Uh, so to go over there at first, I had a lot of anxiety that it wasn't going to be what I wanted. I, I was very scared that it, that I was not going to be like good in the setting of Japan. You know, you, every American wrestler, uh, they always go, ah, oh, it'd be great in Japan. I'm, <laughs> I wrestle Japanese style, all these, all these indie guys. But you really don't know what like Japanese style is until you wrestle Japanese wrestlers in Japan in that environment. So I was very anxious about it, but it actually went 
so awesome. Like, like there wasn't, there's no, no negatives about this trip. I mean, me, we got to wrestle the Stronghearts. I've been watching Shima since I was like 12 years old. You know what I mean? I've been watching T Hawk since the same time. Like the Dragon Gate guys are what like that that era of indie wrestling really really fired me up to get into independent wrestling and stuff like that. So to be able to wrestle those guys was awesome. We got to wrestle in Corican Hall. Uh, that was awesome. We got to pick up a win in Corican Hall. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that our. Yeah, yeah, that and that was the Japanese tour for me and Nick Wayne too. Was like only like we've only we hadn't really been tagging that much prior to the Japanese tour, so that was a lot like a big learning experience for us to wrestle like these people that they know tag wrestling really good. They have a really good way to do it, so we got to learn a lot. And then we had a a really awesome match the last day of the tour, East West Express versus Jimmy Lloyd and Drew Parker. Drew Parker is like a a big gaijin in Japan, big you know Freedom's World Champion. And all that stuff. Uh, so that was also really awesome. And we also got to pick up the the W in that match. So, yeah, I, I really couldn't have said, like, the experience couldn't have went any better. Everything was awesome. They have these venue machines for, for drinks everywhere. They have all this awesome <laughs> shit over there. Like, Japan is, Japan is the best. Ever since the day I came home, I was like, damn, how can I get back to Japan? <laughs> So I was going to ask, like, what was, what was the culture like uh, besides the the vending machines with, with all the drinks? Just being in the in the different culture there. So they are so different. Like, uh, I guess maybe because where I'm from is like kind of unsafe, and you have to like, you know, <laughs> look behind you and, and keep your hands in your pockets and shit like that. Uh, but in Japan, like, there's no worry. I never thought like I was in danger. Like, uh, everything there is so nice, and they don't. Uh, they don't throw trash on the ground. Like, that's, like, no. Like, there's a lot of, like, small etiquette rules that we just don't care about here in America that they take very seriously over there. Like, you're not allowed to do, like, phone calls on the train because it's disrespectful and shit like that. Uh, Schlack, he was bleeding on the train. And in America, I think if that happened, people would just be like, yo, get the fuck out of here, you fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? But in Japan, the three or four, like, elderly ladies came and brought him Band-Aids and, and napkins oh. and towels brain you know they don't know this tattoo covered freak like you know what i mean in reality you see schlack you're like yo that guy's a fucking axe murderer uh and these ladies they really didn't judge him or even care about that at all they just wanted to help him i think that's so interesting compared to america that would never happen here <laughs> did you go to the steakhouse ribera yeah we went to ribera we went to mr dangers uh and we went to another one I don't remember the name of it because uh, wrestling, but <laughs> uh, yeah, those steaks were awesome. Steaks were awesome. Definitely really good. Ribera's not uh, not as good as everyone says, though. Definitely Mr. Dangerous is better. See, I think that's the like that's the the bit is it is like Ribera doesn't actually have the best steaks, but it's just yeah. become the place, and you get the jacket and everything. But yeah, there are actually better steaks in, in Japan. I think a, a lot of people. That's what I, that's what I've heard. I've never been to Japan. Yeah, no, <laughs> the other place we went, I can't remember the name of it. Like maybe it's like Johnny the Kids. Or, it's something the kid. That place was the best steak that I had the whole the whole experience. Um, there's another place there called Pepper Lunch. Where it's like, uh, you get like a steak, a rice, a veggie, and it's like it comes on like a like a skillet, like a hot skillet. So you basically cook it yourself, 
And it's, yeah, that's so awesome. It's right by Kirkin Hall. And we had that for lunch the two days that we were at Kirkin. Uh, I just want that every day. So <laughs> <laughs> I have the I have a folder in my phone that's just the Japanese trip photos. Mm. And I'm just like, look at them almost once a week. Just like, oh man, I just need to, I just need to get back. I just need to get back so bad. I say, do you have plans to, to get back there anytime soon? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, you never know. You know, a lot of big, big stuff happening in Japan right now. We just got uh, fans back over there, like making yeah. sound. Uh, a lot of guys are going over there right now, even with like uh, Anthony Green's over there a lot for Noah, Ninja Mac, Dante Leone. Like they started bringing a lot of Americans back over. So I hope so. I do hope so. Uh, a couple more for you. Then I know you got to get the gym, uh, get get ready for this weekend. What was it like wrestling uh, in Hammerstein for the world on GCW? Oh, my God. Another just like uh, minus PCO almost breaking my neck with the package. <laughs> power. Really over the top experience. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, another place like I'm a I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. You know, I love wrestling, live and die wrestling. So a lot of the stuff that i grew up watching a lot of the the influences that i have are are ring of honor uh influences so i've seen you know hours and hours and hours and hours of content in that building on top of that guys that that i look up to guys that have mentored me have wrestled there so it's very special uh the pant the tights i wore for that show are jimmy rave trinacid tights so and i look up to trinacid a lot jimmy rave my trainer of course uh both both Both, oh, sorry, a long way wrong. <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> so that was a, a really uh, special experience for me. And then we had a pretty good match, uh, but the the match really didn't. Uh, it doesn't doesn't matter compared to the experience alone. Just like the entrance, coming out. Oh my god, feeling feeling that energy. I um, when I when I entered Corican Hall, you can feel like a energy. You know, like it, it feels like. Like I got fired up immediately. And when I walked into Hammerstein, I got the same feeling. Like that's the first time I experienced like a, oh shit. Like this is wrestling lives here. Like the energy of wrestling is in this building. You can feel the crowd, even though there's no one in the building, you can still feel like the buzzing. So it was pretty incredible. I, that show was the the spectacle of it was was something else, and I hope GCW gets back there at some point. I know there was a lot of restrictions, and the show came off uh, a little bit weird once once it was over and everything because of some of the restrictions and whatnot. But still, just to be there, I imagine it was. It yeah, was something I hope else. we can get back there. I hope next time I can have the singles match, and I hope that we can go fucking hard. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to ask you about this tweet. I don't. I don't even know if you remember it or it, it was from january 23rd and it was from a friend of mine cassidy haynes yes and he said somebody send me a hearse jordan <laughs> oliver just murdered me at the gym i'm dead do you re remember murdering cassidy haynes at the gym what is this about yes i do remember murdering him at the gym <laughs> uh it was uh, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago something like that he had come up from north carolina so i was like hey let's let's hit the gym um we went to the gym, you know, I do my normal stuff. He kept up. He did really good the whole time, but he was oh, definitely I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> he was definitely <laughs> tired and uh definitely definitely exhausted. <laughs> he was covered in sweat for sure. Probably immediately sore. I made him do arms. <laughs> and oh. <laughs> definitely I definitely went in. <laughs> definitely went in. 
you can't put Cass through the same workout you go through, Jordan. Well, I asked him, uh, you know, if he wanted to go in. He was like, yeah, let's go in. So, <laughs> Oh, see, you got you to gotta save Cass from himself. You, you have to save him from himself. <laughs> He's got the broken, the broken back and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. This man drives about 15 hours a day. He's eating tacos that, have, yeah. that are two weeks old from his car. You, yeah, you got to save him from with me at the gym. He had a, a door. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that you gotta you got, you're always gonna get in trouble with him no matter where you're at there there's always a story with, with oh yeah level. i mean he's a he's a great guy though i'm very grateful to uh to have met him in wrestling it's not it's not often that uh like like i guess like you know like a media person like that is like as like uh respected and and liked as he is in the locker room like everyone fucks with cassidy for sure Oh, he, he's he's the absolute best. He was at my wedding. He danced with my mom. He He's a great human. Uh, great human, yes. But I, I saw that on your time. I was like, all right, I got to ask what you actually put cast through. because yeah, I put him through the ringer for sure. Well, <laughs> you know what it is? When you go to the gym with other people, you can't let them think you're a bitch. Right? Like, right. You can't let them think, like, oh, this guy doesn't actually work hard. So it's like maybe, maybe instinctually I went way harder than I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bless Cass, but he takes yeah. chops from people. He clearly he's doing work like the workouts you guys are doing. I don't know how he does it. He's a madman. <laughs> Jordan, I appreciate you joining me today. Let everybody know where they can find you at and uh, what you got coming up. Absolutely, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at the Jordan Oliver, but the Ellen Oliver is an I because I got hacked. And then the Jordan Oliver on any other uh, social media platform is the normal one. And this week. I got Mike Bailey on Wednesday, the best wrestler on the independence in Rhode Island. And then Saturday, Jersey City, Jordan Oliver, Alex Shelley, round one of the J Cup. And uh, after that, I got C4. I got I have a lot of Canada trips coming up, which is awesome. I love Canada. Nice. Um, but other than that, you know, every day, a new chapter. Every day I'm working hard. Every day I'm in the gym. Every day I'm busting my ass, studying, trying to be the best. That's what I got coming up. I got a lot of hard work. I got, I got a lot of breakfasts to eat, a lot of big breakfasts on the plate, a lot of a lot of uh, weights to lift. All right, what what is your your breakfast like? What's what's your go to big breakfast? So here? the one that I like to eat mostly every day is three fried eggs, then two packets of oatmeal, then two PB and J's, and then a bowl of Cheerios. That is the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at the cereal on top of the fridge. That is the the, the, the breakfast that I eat mostly every day. Uh, my favorite breakfast, though, is bacon, egg, and cheese. There you hot go. sauce and salt. <laughs> okay, now you lost me at the hot sauce and the salt. Just bacon, egg, and cheese is good. <laughs> but hot sauce, I can't do hot sauce on anything. Oh, I love it. Me. <laughs> Jordan, I appreciate you joining me uh, today. Again, guys, it is the Jersey J-Cup from GCW and JCW this Saturday, February 11th. I believe it'll be streaming on YouTube. JCW shows stream uh, on YouTube. Jordan Oliver is in the tournament facing Alex Shelley in the first round. We got Joey Janela, Starboy Charlie, Leo Rush, Tony Deppin, Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham, so many more in the Jersey Jacob. It is a big tournament on Saturday. Everybody will want to check that out. We'll have coverage of it here on Fightful. Jordan, thank you again for joining me today. Good luck in the gym. Good luck against Mike Bailey. Good luck again uh, against Alex Shelley and the tournament. And guys, thanks for supporting and following us here on Fightful. Thank you so much.